Well, all right. Okay. <clears throat> you do the intro. That's right. I'm supposed to do the intro for this one, and I still haven't figured out exactly what we're doing. Uh, so we saw a movie, and we wanted to tell you all about it, because that's just the nice, generous, kind people we are. We're Justice Losers. I'm your delightful co-host, Batman, joined as always by the other guy. It's something really nice. It rhymed. <laughs> oh, I really do have something in my eye, and it's Man. so painful, it's distracting. I'm Preston. Yes, that's him. Uh, your local DC expert, which will come in a lot of handy for this one. Indeed. Uh, yeah, so the movie we saw this time is Captain Marvel. No! I'm sorry to disrespect you, but I feel like we should be clear up front for the people who don't actually understand what we're talking about. Well, Captain Marvel is the movie. Her name is Carol Danvers, so we will thus far be calling her Carol Danvers. Yep. Or Veers? Veers. Veers. So Carol Danvers or Veers. Mm-hmm. So, just to, you know, just to fucking cover this. We need to get this out of the way. <sighs> no, I think we're talking about different things. To, to cover, to stop ourselves from getting crucified by feminazis, uh, <laughs> we're not, I'm not not calling her Carol or uh, Captain Marvel because, like, I don't think women deserve to be captains or Marvels. Now, in the movie, they literally don't ever fucking call her Captain Marvel. Yep. In fact, the word Marvel comes up at the very end, and there's nothing else about it. Yep. Also, Captain Marvel belonged to, to Fawcett Comics first, then to DC, kind, kinda, and then Marvel stole it. Issued a cease and desist at DC for saying that their Shazam was the original Captain Marvel. And it's just like, fuck you, Marvel, for being shit. You just couldn't come up with your own goddamn name, mm-hmm. and now you're mad at DC. And so, yeah, I have uh, people who listen to the normal podcast know that I have refused to call her Captain Marvel. It is, this movie is the Carol Danvers movie, and I'm going to continue until the Captain Marvel movie comes out. All right. April 5th. Shazam. April 5th. Yep. We're plugging. <laughs> We're plugging. <laughs> literally, like, the DC pair movie. Like, yep. they're both Captain Marvel. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Rant over. Review begin. So, uh, yeah. What do well, you think? Well, first we have to. Oh, uh, we got to uh, tell do- them. <laughs> tell them how we do things. Oh right. <laughs> uh, it's been so long. It's been a I while. Anything it's since, been uh, a minute. <laughs> Aquaman. Gosh. Yeah, it was November. Yeah. No. It's been- December. December. Yeah. I mean, still like three months. It's still been like three months. It's been, it's been yeah. a minute. So yeah, the way we do things, we start out with a brief non-spoiler section, and then we move into spoilers. Each section is divided up into the good and the bad and the ugly, where we just break down our thoughts. And you it. should like pay us so we get a few dollars more. Hey. Wow, have we never made that joke? That was a good segue because you haven't seen it till recently. I still haven't seen Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I've only oh. seen A Fistful of Dollars. Oh. <laughs> so, you've seen the only one that wasn't involved in the joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's even more impressive that you managed to pull Well, I know they're a trilogy-ish. Okay. It's still, I'm impressed. I'm proud. Woo! All right. For people who don't get that joke, The Good, and the Bad, and the Ugly is the third. Uh... Don't explain the joke. Okay. That ruins it. Yeah. It's E.B. White. Mm-hmm. Good old E.B. White. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go to the Ben the Ugly. So, Matt, you asked me how I feel. Mm-hmm. Man, I keep, it's, it is weird to not be in the driver's seat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good thing I drove here. Ha! Uh, it was, it was good. Um, from a, and I have to like kind of really accent the fact that I'm not evaluating this 
for its cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to the cultural cultural impact, I feel like as a male, they did a really good job because there was like oh, I, I mean, I, like I said, as a male, I don't mm-hmm. know, but like at the very beginning, I mean, there was just constantly like. The bullshit that I know guys say. Mm-hmm. Like, there was the give me a smile, which yeah. pisses me off. There was, uh, um, fuck, what was it? it like, in the flashbacks. Uh, they, oh, they call it the oh, cockpit, called the for, cockpit a for a reason. Like which pissed me off. Like, I'm not even a woman. Mm-hmm. And I was angry at these because I know other, I, I know guys that have said this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are shit people. Don't mm-hmm. fucking do that. Yeah. And it felt good that it was just like. Like her fighting this mm-hmm. so much, and it was yeah. But like I, it all, it all felt a little artificial to me. Yeah, like they're just going too on the nose. See, and that's that's where I'm like a little hesitant talking about this because yeah. for us it could feel artificial. Mm-hmm. For actual women, this could be like, no, nah, this is the shit I go through daily. Like they did yeah. this, no, like exactly I, the way I go through. Yeah, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not denying that. It just felt like they were sh- grabbing every excuse to do something like that, yeah. and then, um, I, I mean, I think it worked. It just, I think it, this movie's inevitably going to draw comparisons to Wonder Woman. Hey, look, my earbuds. You got to stop finding those. <laughs> they, I, I'm just, it's going to be a thing at this point. Uh, I keep forgetting to bring them. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, I think this movie is inevitably going to be compared a lot to Wonder Woman, and I think Wonder Woman felt a lot more organic mm-hmm. in just, like, it's, yeah, women can be cool, too. I think it's very different how they approached the, how, the, how these two movies approached. So, with Wonder Woman, they approached it as, she's lived in this other world, she's now here going... What? Why can't women do these things? What? I'm confused why you treat women. Mm-hmm. With this one, it's she's gone through that shit and it pisses her off. Mm-hmm. Like the there was a thing where, like on a screen, it kind of plays back like they call it a cockpit for a reason. In the middle of it, she just fucking destroyed it. Mm-hmm. She like she knows what it was going, what it was saying, yeah. and she did not like that memory. Yeah. Um, minor spoilers, I guess. Not really. <laughs> the, that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh. So I think with this one, they just approached it more. It's putting you in the shoes of people that go through it mm-hmm. rather than kind of making an outsider's perspective of this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's more of this is bullshit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Anyway, but otherwise it was a, it was a fine movie. That's kind of what I expected going in. Like Marvel's formulaic. Uh, Infinity uh, War was out, was out of the formula. Uh, Ragnarok was out of the formula, but otherwise it just kind of seems like another Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, Emotional moments seemed canned. Yeah, a little bit. It it had me going for a while, but it really fell off at the end. I think for me. Yeah. Um, it's solid. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a it's a Marvel movie. They know what they're doing at this point. Like yeah. they can they can crank out good movies. They're, yeah. I'm um, gonna make a bad movie. It's just. It's not groundbreaking. No. Well, okay, no, it's groundbreaking for a reason. Uh, okay, so from now on, we're going to talk about exclusively, objectively, about... Uh, 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 let's fucking try this again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> from this point on, we are going to exclusively talk about this as objectively a movie, mm-hmm. not uh, commentary or uh, progressive. It's it's yep. a movie, technically, uh, plot, 
acting stuff like that yep. so we're no it, longer interested in social impact yeah so ignore if we if we start slamming it for reasons don't think this is us slamming power to women because fucking we already know that women shouldn't have power <laughs> <laughs> Woo! man say things uh, i'm just saying things that are come back gonna come back to haunt me in 10 yeah years no you're gonna famous. like you're gonna like run for like local office or something and it's just gonna be like hey you said this thing on the internet one time it's like yep. i it, mm. so yep locker room talk ha! Ugh! moving on good <laughs> all right spoilers. done with that uh, uh yeah what was good it was just a it was a fun movie yeah the twist was pretty pretty good yeah i can't really talk more about that i feel like that's the biggest spoiler thing yeah it's like the only spoiler thing yes yeah. um it, it i think it, if you know the backstory you know what's coming yeah but it's still <clears throat> it, it's satisfying i wish they'd done a little more with it thematically i'll get into that um but yeah um the uh the night well man i i get, i'm already getting nitpicky so i'm trying not to jump into the bad brie larson was pretty good brie larson was pretty good yeah her fighting like her hand-to-hand fighting yeah was very good like that very opening hand-to-hand fight yeah gorgeous yeah the uh, the best ones were the ones where the camera didn't cut too often yeah <laughs> uh action was a little i mean and it kind of it, it it follows the same vein as the wonder woman thing like and i i'm pointing this out with these two movies when i feel like it's maybe more also the case with other movies mm-hmm. uh but like movies that are trying to say like hey women can do this shit too mm-hmm. uh they did these fights yeah Brie Larson, like... Have you seen her workout routine? It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. I've been saying bonkers so much the past two weeks. Bonk, bonk, bonk. What? Bonk, bonk, bonk. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, like, I'm gonna, but, every time you say bonkers now, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm going to break you with a habit. These, these fights, she does these. Yeah. She learned these, all this choreogra- chore- uh, choreog- choreography, uh, but they cut around it so it almost seems like it, she's not doing it. Yeah. But she is. So yeah. when they do, like, the – I hesitate to say long take, like, just the little prolonged cuts. The less short take. Less short take. It's great. Yeah. You see her do this shit. hmm Bonkers. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> on, uh, a, on a more general level, I think – so I was really worried from the trailers because she doesn't make a single facial expression in any one of those trailers. They actually let her have some character. And Yeah, some. <laughs> I, I mean, so – I was kind of thinking about this going in. I was worried. So I was I was thinking about what makes a good superhero character. And I think there's a few different formulas you can fit into. Uh-huh. Um, you can have sort of the noble, earnest Captain America type. Yep. Or uh, even Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Um, although Wonder Woman also bleeds into the she can get scary yeah. type. Um, and then there's also sort of the cool cocky type. Like, like Tony Stark, Thor, or Tony Stark, Batman. I'm thinking. Well, Batman's not cool and cocky. No, Batman's more getting into scary. Who in? Wow, who in DC is the cool? Co- I mean, oh, there's plenty. Shazam. He's more just in it for the fun. Yeah, Ma- uh, I, we're not going to get into that. There's, there's okay. a lot. I could, I could go in and analyze every single hero. I've had, I've Hal Jordan. I've... Oh, oh, so much. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, there's a reason they call it a cockpit because he's fucking cocky. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, no, but it felt like she was kind of fitting into that mold—the sort of confident, cocky, not afraid to wisecrack, but like very self-assured. Yeah, and so yeah, it's actually a good work superhero character, and she's yep. she's a good actress. I'm glad they actually 
let her act a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, young, young, the youngings was good. What? The the de aging. <laughs> oh, de aging's were good. Yeah. Uh, you know, seamless. young Nick Fury and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Samuel Jackson's just an immortal man at this point. He yeah. looks the same as he did like, in Pulp Fiction. Like Will Smith, just without hair. Just. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah, people that don't fucking get old. Like, yep. get old, damn it. Like, I'm aging faster than you, and I'm 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is good? Uh, the music. music uh, yeah. New new person. Uh, yep, I already forgot the name. <laughs> Something top rack. She, uh, we pointed this out during the credits. There's some very Howard Shorey kind of stuff. Howard yeah. Shore is the person who did Lord of the Rings. Uh, there was a... Um, a track that was going during the credits that I could just picture the helicopter uh, mm-hmm. panning shots of the three hunters running. Sort of some rising brass thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. So there's a lot of kind of Howard Shore light and a lot of uh, like deliberately sort of 90s synth electronic yeah. action music type stuff coming yeah. in the background. A little T2, a little heat maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, solid but not, not memorable. Yeah. Um, uh the uh i really don't have much else that's uh, see i'm getting nitpicky because i think i'm getting to the point where i'm just like nitpicking marvel for the sake of like kind of balancing it out because everyone worships marvel so much i'm just like fuck look here's all these reasons it's not that great perfectly balanced as all things should be oh god what a stupid quote right what a stupid (laughs) uh ben mendelson was pretty great yo ben mendelson dude the fuck it, I don't even know his name, but the head scroll. Talos. T- Talos, yes. Oh, yeah, I, for- I forgot that. So, Talos is also a DC villain mm. in Convergence. Spelled differently. Is it? T-A-L-O-S. Oh. T-A-L is Marvel. T-E-L. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, right. you're right. Um, wow, how did you know that and I didn't? He's in the deck building game. Yeah. And I saw when ben mendelson was cast as talos they announced it they said um, yeah, ben mendelson but, is yeah whatever TA. uh <laughs> i know things come on man give me some credit no, no. uh but no he's great, he's great. it was I'm so gonna, funny i'm gonna i'm gonna make you watch mississippi grind when we get to 20 best movies of 2016 okay it's got him and ryan reynolds and it's my favorite movie oh. of that year oh that's gonna be great it's really sad uh oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh the scroll makeup and effects like transformation effects i really like oh the transformation effect did look good mm-hmm. yeah it like i've always been kind of uncomfortable with the seeing things morph mm-hmm. like watching someone's face like just kind of change shape rather than like I, I, it's hard to describe like watching someone's cheekbones move mm-hmm. rather than just like there's actually like kind of a um like a uh, a mystique effect, mm-hmm. where it just like there's an effect that actually changes rather than right. the body molds into what it is. Okay. So I've always liked that over the body molding. So that okay. it definitely like I was a little concerned how they're gonna do the mm-hmm. that stuff, and they didn't overdo it either. Yeah, it's just like this is part of this universe now. Yep. Uh, in general, I think the effects were solid. Yeah, I've got some some things to mm-hmm. kind of mention yeah uh should we just start moving into bad yeah start moving into bad 
there were a lot of the effects that just varied that just the cg was just like mm, mm. like when she was falling there's a point where she was falling oh and it, like, yeah zoomed in, and i was just like oh that should have been a great moment and the cg kind of took me right out of it oh so so rough yeah uh the the energy like the photon blasts or whatever fucking straight from star trek mm-hmm. um didn't i didn't like they show they tell us where she gets her power from mm-hmm. i'm not gonna spoil it we can talk about it in the spoilers but it doesn't seem to match yeah and i'm not gonna get more into that it's just like the her power colors were just like a little like i don't really like the effects of it well, I mean, the problem is they're. I'll, I'll say it over spoilers. Okay, actually, can't really. Um, the emotional moments were pretty. Like I mentioned, canned. Yeah, uh, I didn't feel anything. Yeah, I didn't really care. The music was also pretty corny during the emotional moments. Okay, it was like really stereotypical, just kind of like a violin mm-hmm. kind of thing, and I was just like, eh, yeah, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, um, it. My biggest problem is that it just completely forgot to have any stakes in the third act. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. We'll get that. We'll get into that more in spoilers. But it was like I'm I'm kind of invested in this, and then I just don't care for the last half hour. Yeah. Um. The Jude Law didn't do so great in this one. I feel like. There was a few points I felt like he was just kind of phoning it in. That I, he never stuck out as either good or bad for me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I know he can be good. Oh yeah, he he's can be a, very he's a, good. He's a fantastically talented. But it's just actor. like I feel like he was just kind of doing this one for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I mean, if you're gonna, if you want a paycheck, Marvel's the place to go. They'll, they'll paycheck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Random tangent. I always thought he was. I always thought him and you and McGregor were the same person. I mean, Ewok McGillen. Ewok McGillen. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know why. Like, when I was eight, I just thought they were the same person. Okay, when I was eight, I thought, like, most actors were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> when I was eight, I thought in... Actually, I wasn't eight when that came out. Yes, I was. Star Wars Episode Three. How old were we when that came out? Nine? Uh, you were nine, yeah. Nine. So when I was nine... Never mind, I'm not going to get into that. I'll tell that, on... I'll tell that, episode, or that on an episode at some point. Okay. It's a stupid story. Makes me embarrassed. Uh, what else was bad? I had so many things, but now, like, I lost them all. Um, I had a lot of issues. I think, I I think this is just always inevitable when you got some hyper-advanced alien race intersecting with Earth. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things like, should that technology be able to do that? Or should this conflict feel as balanced as it is? Or yeah. should this imbalance, does that make sense? I'll yeah. get into more of those in the spoilers, but there's a lot of moments where I was just like, I don't think I buy that. Yeah. They didn't do a mystery very well. Yeah. The whole like first two acts are who is she? What's this whole, what's her whole backstory? It's just like, I don't really care. Right. I just wanted some, like, action. Mm-hmm. There were several points that I felt like, as I was watching this, if I was watching this on YouTube, I would, like, on my phone, I would double tap the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, skip ten seconds. Yeah. Like, there was points where I was just like, I'd, I'm i not in this moment right now. Skip. Mm-hmm. And 
that's not what you want in a movie. You don't want to be watching a movie and just like, I'm going to skip this part. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) uh, like for instance, Lord of the Rings, the Frodo and Sam storyline is not for kids. It's not a very interesting storyline. So like when I was a kid, I would skip past that and watch all the fights. So I can fucking, I can act out the fights perfectly (laughs) because I watch those all the time. I want to see you ride a shield down some stairs now, like shooting a bow. (laughs) I want to see you act that out. But then you, it's not only ride, you got to like let it go and hit someone right in the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Payback for me elbowing you in the neck. I'll let you hit me in the neck. (laughs) (laughs) He gets, yeah, he gets pinned to the wall. No, so. it just lands in his neck. The other another guy gets pinned to the wall. Anyway, yeah. anyway, fucking, uh, yeah. So the fuck, what were we saying? Oh, the technology. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying things. Yeah, I was. I was saying <laughs> things. I was pretty much done saying things because anything that I want to get specific is probably going to get a little spoilery. It's eleven fifteen. That we're both tired. That does explain it. Yeah. Also, kind of realizing I just don't remember a whole lot about this movie. Yeah. Nothing really like stuck out. The cat was good. The cat was good. The cat was a very funny returning joke. Yeah. Recurring joke. Although, I didn't find myself laughing out loud very much. I found myself kind of smile. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think I was also kind of, like, generally irritated at the audience. Yeah. The crowd was a bit annoying, because there was... Just kind of rowdy. Kind of rowdy, uh, like, freaking out about, like, the 90s... They really fucking hammered home that this was the 90s really early on. Yeah. And every time something that was like, hey, 90s, everyone was like, hey! It's like, yes, we get it. It's the yeah. fucking 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's a song from the 90s. Cool. They're playing They're playing Nirvana. Awesome. We know it's the 90s. It's not like they're going to fucking play, like, Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Did you see they're getting Topical? back together? Yes, they saw that got back together. They also had a music video that in, that actually was with their wives and fiance. That's right. We talked about this. Yes, we did. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> Can I take an actual brief tangent here? Um, so there was a joke when she first crashes into the blockbuster, like you see in the trailer. Yeah. Not a spoiler. Um, she's walking through the shelves and she pauses and picks up a video and we yes. can't see what it is. She turns it down. It's the right stuff, uh-huh. which is about test pilots in the sixties. It's actually a great movie. Okay. One guy in front of us laughed really hard at that. Yeah. Which, so I've been thinking about humor recently. Like uh-huh. why are things funny to people? Why is humor a reaction? Yeah. And one of the most convincing theories I've heard is that humor is a community building thing. You laugh when you're in on the joke. You laugh when, if someone trips and falls, they're an outsider. It brings everyone this. else a little closer together. If someone, if, um, someone makes a reference to something, uh, you're in on the joke. You get it. It brings you closer together with that space, and mm-hmm. so it you, you feel pleasure. And so her looking at that, this guy's like, I'm in on the joke. I'm gonna laugh really hard and show that I'm in on the joke. And hmm. sure, I smiled because I appreciated the reference. It made sense, but it wasn't really a joke for me. And it was just, it was interesting to see that that was the reaction. Because I think yeah, it lends itself to that theory of humor as a, a, way, a means of feeling part of the in-group. Yeah. So I just, I had this idea I wish they'd done. But then now looking back, they would not have been, been able to do it. If they found like one of her early films. <laughs> But, like, well, she was in stuff in the early 90s. Okay. Like, as a kid. Oh, uh, man. She was in an, oh, not early 90s. Well, she was on the Jay Leno show. 
1992. Okay. So she existed. But then 95. she was on a show in 98, 94, 99, 99. Yeah. So like late 90s. Yeah. So just I was, barely. I was really expecting Pulp Fiction. That would have been good. Because that came out in 94. So that would have Yeah, we been... didn't get any Pulp Fiction jokes. <sighs> yeah. I feel like because that was expected. Yeah. And they were just like, yeah. I mean, they did a lot of on-the-nose humor in this, yeah. which I appreciated because it gave it a little more just lightness and levity and more of its own character because it could have come off feeling a lot more just bland than mm-hmm. it already did. Uh, but at the same time, it just felt like a bit much. Yeah. And I think a Pulp Fiction joke, as much as I would have loved the joke just on a micro level, I don't think it would have contributed. Oh, I – it would have had to been a very obscure joke that, like, you'll see it the second time through. Yeah. Which there might be. It's possible. Yeah uh ugly or have you anything else bad no spoilers uh no don't think so ugly uh it is kind of revamps a lot of things about the origin but i'm gonna save things for spoilers i will say that it sticks pretty well to the spirit Mm -hmm. of stuff so while it changes some of the details i think it keeps um what's important about these stories and characters Uh uh-huh which MCU has been good about doing that. They change a lot of details, but they're good about sticking true to what the characters mean and what yeah. the dynamics should be. So, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll get into a couple of specific points and spoilers. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, spoiling it? We gotta rate it. We are, Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, fuck. I gotta remember my... What'd you rate it? Uh, a thumb and a quarter up. Okay. Quarter like a quarter? No, like a thumb a and a quarter thumb. of a thumb. Like oh, okay. I, I, I take a knife and I slice my thumb vertically into fourths, and I put three of them down to the side and one of them that stays sticking really, up. Why would you do it in? Why wouldn't you just like cut your thumb, like one fourth of your thumb, so you're not cutting it? Because you don't need to cut the other three fourths. Well, what if I need to rate another one with three fourths? Well, then what happens when you have to do thirds? Then you cut them into. Twelfths. Yeah, then I gotta cut them into twelfths and group them together. What times? You, what, what what do you do if you want to do sevenths or fifths? Mm. Fifths mm. would be the next step. Sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually thirty. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thirty would be good. Thirty. Thirty would get two, three. And fucking math. <laughs> uh, for me, I couldn't end up. I, Matt and I talked about this. I, I'm pretty sure I'm just ending up going straight food analogies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't find a recipe that this fits, but it's something that it's really good for you because, like, the cultural impact. And it actually tastes pretty good, but, like, the chef is constantly telling you how good it tastes. Mm. And then there's somebody else who's constantly telling you how good it is for you just all the time. Okay. Like they don't let you enjoy it. They're telling you what it is, mm-hmm. like how what how good it is and how good it is for you. And you're just like, can I just fucking enjoy this shit, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't think of a recipe. Okay. But I actually thought of an analogy too. It's like no, when you're having no, a, no. It's like when you're having an extended no, fight with a vampire. No. No. Amount of things. And then you're doing well, but then it, near the end, you run out of stakes, and so it survives. Uh, you could even connect that to food because like you're you're at a barbecue and you're trying to barbecue food for people but near the end you run out of steaks and people are kind of unhappy 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Preston has left the room. That means I am now the sole proprietor of this year podcast. I can say whatever I want. I have so much power. Testicles. Butts. Farts. This is fun. I like this. I like being in charge. I'm glad they renamed the DC Captain Marvel Shazam officially. I think that... I made it out to the car. I figured. I was wondering if I'd hear the engine start. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days I'm just going to fucking leave you here. Yep. This would be a good Especially time to leave you here because my parents aren't here. Yep. So you'd have no way of getting home. Except the keys for the Prius here. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what did you even say? I'll listen to it later. Yep. Uh, Spoils. All right. Uh, briefly, thanks We're for listening. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Gmail. Instagram. Instagram. Gmail. Uh, if you got thoughts on the movie, hit us up at one of those places. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, tell a friend. Spoilers. Spoilers. We're spoiling it like you fucking like. Uh, like I spoiled your mood with all those bad steak jokes. Yeah. Spoiled like a bad steak steak that's been left out and gone bad because you left it out in the sun in the the rain bacteria can get to it yeah yeah i was gonna i'm gonna come up with another i had a i had a thing i was gonna go on spoilers but then i had to i couldn't think of it very well because my brain is going slow Mm -hmm. so i'll think of it for the next movie which would be fucking i don't know probably uh that's a while i think there's another one in march first depends on what we're reviewing yeah anyway spoils anyway the scrolls are the good guys yeah well the, kinda the less bad guys the less bad guys the absolutely oppressed and massacred and genocided mm. yep. genocided genocide 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 pretty sure. uh <laughs> yeah and i i mean i saw that i didn't know the genocide thing mm-hmm. uh it's a a bit of a bastardization of the comics but it it takes the spirit that like in the comics there's not actually really good guys in the kree scroll war the scrolls are sort of made out to be the bad guys because the kree have some ties to earth but the krees are not that great either mm-hmm. um and the krees actually really started the war they massacred the scrolls that were helping them out and then turned their own technology against them yeah so the movie, at least, it gets to that core that, no, the Kree aren't necessarily the good guys and the Skrull aren't necessarily the bad guys. But I think it went a little too far in that direction yeah. by trying to make the Skrulls just the innocents that are trying to escape. Because it's useful to have the Skrulls in your back pocket as a villain for later down the road. Because yep. you can do like a secret invasion type storyline or something mm-hmm. where Skrulls come to Earth and they impersonate various superheroes and it's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that they didn't do anything with uh ben mendelson's character at the end i thought it was gonna be like hey you could be this person and he transforms into a person that we've known all along they didn't do any of the like oh this person's been a scroll the whole time i think they're just leaning away from that because i think the internet the internet's been speculating about that since captain marvel was announced really yeah um or even probably before that well people yeah people i feel like people have been speculating someone's a scroll since like iron man yeah i think this was just kind of a very aggressive nope we're not doing that yeah which okay that's good that clears that up but at the same time it feels like it's closing a door yeah 
So, uh, so that's good. We pretty much covered everything. The, the twist was really good. Um, the science guy was fucking great. Science guy. Science guy was awesome. Uh, I wish you were Cree because then I could make the joke that his name is probably Bill Hyphen Nye. God damn it, science guy. I thought of that during the movie, but nah, didn't. He's a he's a scroll. Um, the 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 scroll kid was better than the human kid. <laughs> yeah, human kid was kind of eh. Uh, yeah, she was kind of cute, but was not acting very well. Yeah, partly child actor, partly bad writing. Bad writing because she had a lot of those emotional moments, like you were yeah. talking about, that felt very canned. Yeah, so. Yeah, the writing wasn't super clean on that. Uh, anything else that's good? Because I have I, one bad thing that I, I want to remember. I, I love, I love the moment at the end where uh, Yonrog is like, "Come and fight me hand to hand," and she just blasts him. Oh yeah, like Indiana Jones style. I saw that <laughs> yeah. fucking coming a mile away. Everyone did, but it was beautiful. Like you saw anyway. my hand go up and do yeah. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, well yeah, and that's I feel like that's actually kind of I don't know if they did it on purpose because. I don't really know how much art they try to put into the Marvel movies anymore. Um, I mean, these these are directors who got their start with indie stuff. They actually directed Mississippi Grind, now that I think of it. Yeah. Huh. Which explains, explains the Mendelssohn connection. Uh, but I feel like there was more to that him just saying, like, fight me, because he's like, he knows he can't win mm-hmm. with her powers. So he's, like, trying to find – he's trying to put himself in the best possible position. Yeah. He knows he can win that way. It's uh, Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. Like, uh, John trying to save his ass because he knows he's going to lose, but yeah. he knows he can beat if he just beats uh, Ramsey if he just goes one-on-one. Yeah. So he's, he's just like, just fucking like, fight me right here. Desperate, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, anything else? Um, I like that they it didn't overdo Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. I like that the Accusers was a group, mm-hmm. which implies that between now and Guardians of the Galaxy – all of the accusers were like wiped out. Maybe we'll get something like that. Does it imply that? Well, so like I thought it was should... just specifying that it's Ronan of the group, the accusers. I don't know. I kind of like the idea because we never see any more accusers in Guardians. Don't He's... we? No. He's got buddies. He's got buddies that are like, but like it seems in this movie that the accusers is a group of people, and he's just one of the like. He's got equals. Mm-hmm. But then Ronan the Accuser, he's got, like, a bigger ship, and it's just, like, that giant ship. I feel like maybe in uh, uh, Captain Marvel 2, we'll see... Because th- they set up that he's coming back for her. Yeah. So, like, th- he'll come back for her, and maybe there's, like, a Accusers thing where he just, like, kills off all the other Accusers, and he becomes Ronan the Accuser. Not Ronan of Could the be. Accusers. Could be. Which, I mean, there's there's so much there's so much, like, between now and the Guardians... Like, the difference between him and now and him and the Guardians is very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I said the words in the right way. Definitely uh, not, but moving on. <laughs> like, he didn't have the face paint, which is a thing, mm-hmm. so there has to be a reason for that. Uh, again, like I mentioned, he's the only accuser, and there has to be a reason for that. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like he had servants in this one, and he definitely had servants in Guardians. Mm-hmm. So, like, there has to be there has to be a point where he has, like stepped up and he's like i am now the accuser mm-hmm. you are all like beneath me kind of thing mm-hmm. and like takes that ship and stuff like that so i feel like that's what is going to be it's a good progression for uh captain marvel too yeah because it he said he's coming back there's a lot of missing stuff that happens 
mm-hmm. with yeah, him. Yeah, we got plenty of space to do. And he's a there. great fucking. We didn't see him fight in this. Mm-hmm. We barely. We didn't see him fight all that much in Guardians. Not too much. He's I'd a like to see in Guardians. Huh? He's a pretty terrible villain in Guardians. Yeah. Guardians is bad. I'd movie. like to see him be a badass with that fucking hammer, dude. Mm-hmm. Just like swinging it around like a like steel. <laughs> Just spinning in a circle, swinging his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, if you get like James Gunn or something, he'd be like he's spinning it around to kill people. But like, it cuts to that the couple in the lily in the in the flower field spinning holding each other's arms and it just like the slow motion and like the uh like the lens flares like mm-hmm. just kind of that thing and it's doing like uh um i think sweet caroline like some kind of that type of song yeah. i have a very specific image in mind for this <laughs> it's just like him like smiling and then it cuts to the hammer side and it's just like blood splatters <laughs> fucking love it uh anyway moving on um, uh what else was bad did we finish good? oh did we good? finish good yeah, i don't think so um what did you think of the post-credit scenes uh the moment it showed fury's desk i knew it was gonna be like tesseract i thought it was gonna be like a and that tesseract would jump up and land then it was the cat and then the tesseract yeah um then once the cat started hacking up i was like it's gonna be the tesseract i would love if they did just a furball and cut <laughs> like it wasn't actually <laughs> or like i wish the tester everyone saw that fucking coming yeah i wish they i movies need to surprise me more i wanted it to be like either just a hairball or one of the fucking kree guys <laughs> and just like and fury walks and goes ah! and like shoots him <laughs> yeah um what else is there? Uh, so there's the first post credit scene what was also. The first? With, oh. Uh, oh, the transponder. She just and then shows, she up. shows up. So that's probably just a clip straight out of Endgame. I hope it's not. Marvel has done that a lot in the past. They have. I, I bet it is. That's disappointing. That's fucking uncreative. <laughs> or it's, uncreative. I mean, it's it's like, it's lazy. I get that it's like the pump us up for Endgame, mm-hmm. but it's just lazy. Like, I I wish we'd saw seen. I wish we'd saw. I wish we'd seen her side of getting the pager. Like, watch her like kicking ass, and then it like buzzes like on her side or something like where mm-hmm. the pager is, and she goes. Or like, so what I was actually kind of imagining, once she, like the kind of the whole movie was the post credit scene was going to be her with like a team. And, like, uh, it would have been great for it to be an emotional scene where the, um, fucking what are their names? The aliens. Scrolls? Scrolls. The scroll parents, Ben Mendelsohn and his wife, they're dusting. Mm-hmm. Because this was a ga- this was a universe-wide thing. Yeah. So some of the scrolls went, too. Oh, and then the little girl. Because, like, you got kind of a connection. Like, you got this, like, f- family connection. Mm-hmm. The little girl watches the two die. Mm-hmm. And then you have this Brie Larson moment going, uh, like, Carol Danvers going, like, fuck, I can, I need to, I'm being summoned. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I know what this is about. Yeah. These people just dissolved. It's probably a universe-wide thing. I'm smart. Nick Fury's calling me right now. Shit's going down. Mm-hmm. But there's this girl who, like, looks up to me and her parents just fucking dissolved. Mm-hmm. That would have been a great post credit scene because yep. it's more emotion, puts it in her side. We just don't know what what it looked like for yeah. her. I don't know. Like, 
Do you think we'll get her side in Endgame? I don't feel like they're. Yeah. I feel like they're not gonna. I feel like she's just gonna show up. Yeah. Damn it! That's so disappointing. Yeah. I want to see more because we haven't seen anything else about how that's a universe-wide thing. Right. We've only seen the fucking the, the biggest consequence we've seen of this is the helicopter land like crashing. Yeah. That's the biggest, most like dramatic consequence. Yeah. Can you imagine a universe half of them going missing? The shit that just would go wrong in these, like, galaxy-spanning civilizations, not just the city. Mm-hmm. Like, a galaxy-spanning civilization. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see the consequences of this. Yeah. And you've got these, like, all these movies coming out after. Those are your chances to do it. Ant-Man barely did it. Yeah. We just saw three people die. We now have a galaxy, like, a person in space. You could have easily done it there. Yep. They didn't do it. Disappointing. Yep. What else was bad? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Um, oh, I got to remember now. Oh, the, the exposition. Holy shit. I hate exposition where people are explaining to other people things that those other people would already know. Like, when they were talking mm-hmm. about the, the supreme intelligence or whatever, yeah, and he was, like, explaining it to her, it's like, yeah, no fucking shit she knows. Yeah. They're going to see them. Of course she knows what this is. Yeah. You don't have to explain it. Yeah. Uh, there's – literally, you could have cut out a few of the lines and still understood, but it would have felt more natural. Yep. Like, if she'd just gone, so what do you see when you're going in there? So they yeah. kind of start – tells us, yeah. oh, they see different things. Yeah. And then, like – uh. And then you and then you have another line where she's in there and you're like and this woman shows up and she's like I don't know who this is. Is this the person I most admire? Mm-hmm. And like the way you write that so that it tells the audience they see the person they most admire mm-hmm. and then add the mystery. Yep. Just there was so much forced exposition in the first act. Yeah, which admittedly there had to be a fair bit cuz it starts on an alien planet yeah. with someone who doesn't know her past and you've got to introduce this whole intergalactic confrontation and stuff yeah but as you pointed out there's a couple of specific moments where they really could have cut that down oh absolutely yeah that's it uh ugly unless you got bad i want to talk about some bad um a lot of the action in the third act i mean the third act in general so once she like starts her confrontation with the supreme intelligence and it's like all right uh i'm gonna actually be powerful i did love the the little montage where she's like yeah i am human and then it like plays her getting back up oh yeah those times that was good because it was sort of it was like a one-two punch of like yeah feminism women can stand up but then also like a human yeah humanity moment yeah. so i i did i did like that but then at that point it's like okay well she's just gonna be too powerful now there's no she, stakes this is one of those situations where she got a grip of her powers too easily yeah like how how do you go from something where it's so restricted and you don't and you can like you can't break out of a uh like little vase on your arm yeah to where you can like kind of do the the fist in your hand thing mm-hmm. and then just like a mile of light just explodes yeah or you can just like punch through an entire spaceship on yourself like yeah i i just i 
don't feel like she has any competition when Ronan the Accuser can drop bombs on her and she just kind of throws them away. Yeah. Or send us. Also, that's not what ballistic missiles do. Do you know what ballistic means? It just means they. They're not explosive. I'm pretty sure ballistics. No, it means it means they don't have rockets. You just you shoot them up and then they turn off and fall. Oh, okay. What's uh, there's there's a word for something I thought it was because there's a it's where you just you let gravity do the thing like you do the let the transition of energy do the thing and it just lands really hard. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's the that's the ballistics. It's an explosive, but you don't have rockets. Well, no, like, like you, you just, just you just launch it and then you let gravity let it land where it's going to land. Well, no, like the there's no explosive. They did it in the GI Joe movie. They have mm. the tungsten rod and it lands, and the transition of energy actually is like way more devastating than a nuclear. It's an actual proven thing. Hmm. And like uh, I think they did it. They did it in Ghosts, like uh, um, Call of Duty Ghosts, okay. where you drop a tungsten rod from space, and it is more devastating than like ten nukes. Yeah. Because it, uh, think about physics, like just the transition of energy from like the potential energy to the kinetic energy, and then just the like what's that going to do to the world if it's a giant tungsten rod, mm-hmm. like a football sized length tungsten rod? It's going to do a lot of damage. Do a lot of fucking damage. Yeah. So that's what I thought it was. Wow. So then when they exploded on each other, I was like, that's not how that works. Yep. But apparently, although. <laughs> Uh, I love that giant space explosives turned into little Earth-sized explosions when they crashed into each other. Like, that... So she crashed them into each other, and they all blew up. And I was... You know, those are giant space bombs. We saw what those did to a planet yeah. at the beginning. And they just do, like, little... Yeah. It felt really anticlimactic. Yep. Uh, speaking of, uh, one of the technology things I wanted to talk about... So they retrofit, like, an Earth airship to be able to go into space Uh that's still like the base core model even with science guys improvements he basically just made it so that it can go into space how was that thing able to win a dogfight against a kree starfighter yeah and like it gets shot many times by this kree thing and it's just kind of bouncing off the back they turn a corner and it shoots it three times with like a normal air-to-air machine gun yeah the kree ship just is disintegrated that yep I did not buy that in the slightest. Basically, the last fight was atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. The, oh, should I get into my theory or should I leave it to the end? You can get into your theory. So, this is my theory about how Endgame's gonna go. So, we learn that she actually gets her powers indirectly from the Tesseract, mm-hmm. which is the Space Stone. Yep. Uh, and for the people who didn't follow that whole thing in the movie... She got her powers from this explosion of this engine. The engine was charged by the Tesseract right. in the same way that the Hydra weapons were. Yeah. Uh, which the Tesseract is the Space Stone. So, to my knowledge, and I could be entirely wrong in this. There could be a my level of Marvel fanboy out there listening to this. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, actually. <laughs> uh, but to my knowledge, none of, the, none of the Infinity Stones can overpower each other. It's kind of the, the whole point is they balance each other. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's uh, because like, if if that was the case, why didn't Thanos go for one and then just overpower the, everyone else who had one? He needed all of them, and you were able to kind of fight to a standstill if you had one versus another one. 
they're balanced mm-hmm. basically um I, I, it, it makes sense to me as a as kind of a creative mind that if you have these cosmic things there should be no way that each of them can overpower each other even if you had all of them against one it should be able to just hold its own because mm-hmm. that kind of defeats the purpose of having cosmic fucking all powerful things so my theory is that her power coming straight from an infinity stone she will not be affected by the other infinity stones so if thanos goes at her with the infinity stones she will like it'll fucking hurt but it won't like ruin her like like it other would other people okay and there's going to be a josh brolin moment where he like hits her with a beam she just kind of stands there and takes it because it's free fucking Larson. Mm-hmm. He looks at his fist and goes, and I don't know what he would say, but it'd be like, interesting. Hmm. And then he has to like fucking fist fight her. <laughs> I'm putting, I told Matt, I'm putting a quarter of my eggs in that basket. All right. I'm so going to start. You're cutting each egg from top to bottom and putting one quarter of each of them. No, I have a bunch of eggs and I'm putting a quarter of them. No, you're cutting each egg no. top to bottom like I'm a fucking... thumb. No. Don't tie me into your stupid joke. <laughs> we should do this. We should do this for our uh, um, in-game theories. Just have, like, a number of eggs, and we can put them in certain baskets, and okay. you only have a certain amount. And, then, then... and the number of eggs that survive don't get cracked in endgame. Uh-huh. Like, you, you win you or win. something. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I'm putting a quarter of my eggs in that theory. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put an eighth of my my eggs in... The fact that there is a uh, a very clear effect of her having her powers come from the Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. the other eighth of it into that she is actually almost invulnerable f- to the Infinity Stone powers. Okay, I'm gonna save it for our Endgame theories episode. But oh yeah, we I'll do have that, it. don't we? Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. Is there more bad? Is I don't know. Bad? Any ugly? Yeah. Uh, so her powers definitely don't come from the Tesseract in the, <laughs> uh, um, in the comics. Her powers do come from when her, there's an explosion of a Kree energy source and her DNA gets fused with that of Marvell, who's a Kree agent working on earth. Um, it's a little different where Marvell is just investigating the earth space program and not using earth as a secret base to build specific technology. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, it's the same idea. Yeah. Um, the Kree skull scroll background, I got into this a little bit at the beginning of the spoilers, uh, is kind of changed to make the scrolls more sympathetic and I think make the twist that much more impactful. Yep. Um, cause you wouldn't, I, I guess, I guess the problem is you wouldn't buy her immediately switching to the scrolls side if it was just kind of, there are no good guys really. It's just a war. Yeah. With both sides are causing trouble here i like that they even had they even covered the base that he's like this is a war my hands are bloody too yeah he's he's been fighting this he may be the victim of this whole thing Mm -hmm. but he's been fighting yeah but they do go out of their way to make him sympathetic enough that you buy her just shift on a dime yeah support them um let's see uh the goose being a florkin that is accurate and florkins are accurately terrifying Really? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Are they cats? They look a lot like cats. Oh, they look like cats, but they're not like an actual just orange tabby. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they look like cats, but they are terrifying. Cool. Good. Um, 
Not sure how Nick Fury loses his eye, but I'm guessing it's not a cat scratching it out. It's not a cat. It's Florkin. Florkin. Correction. Yeah. That's kind of... He could say, like, an alien monster clawed my eye out. Mm-hmm. Don't have to specify that it's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> an alien monster that's stomach seems to be another dimension. Something like that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Yeah. You did cover that Marvel was a girl, right? Oh yeah. So in the <laughs> comics, Marvel is uh, very much a man, not Annette Benning. Not an yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there was one other thing even I noticed. I don't know. Not sure either. Um, that little girl was Monica Rambo. Pretty sure. What? The daughter. Uh-huh. The one who was in all the canned emotional moments. Yeah. What's her, who who is it? Monica Rambo, who became Captain Marvel at one point in the comics. Oh. Yeah, cuz they they had Rambo. I was there mm-hmm. was I I knew I obviously I knew none about that. Mm-hmm. So I was like watching like this girl seems to have too much like importance. Yeah. Like Yeah, so I was I was kind of thinking that there was something about that. Okay. Yep. Anything else? Um, it's not ugly anymore, but I did. I just I wanted to say I love the moment where Ben Mendelsohn, the actor, complimented uh, his own face, where he's like uh, something about get to play your director and his handsome face and his beautiful blue eyes or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, near the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh the fucking. The, the, whatever the group, like, Veers and, like, her, mm-hmm. like, crew at the beginning. That was a very funny conversation. Yeah. He was, like, because he had, the, like, the, almost the Drax person who was just, yeah. like, I mean, objectively, you're a very handsome man. Well, thank you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. G-Wanatsu. Yeah. Look good. Oh, yeah. We never saw, like, how he got to the point of having, like, a face, mon- face cyborg thing. Maybe that's yep. going to happen in. Yeah, might happen at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because fucking dude is still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jude Law. So, I there's going to... this. I feel like Captain Marvel 2 is just going to be a continuation of Captain Marvel. I think so. Because everyone's still alive. Yep. <laughs> everyone's still alive. Yep. There's so much more they can do with it. Yep. Maybe that's kind of the what, the... what the reason is that this was, like, almost kind of a half-baked movie, in my opinion. Maybe it's like they had they they're setting up for more, mm-hmm. which would be great. Yeah, I want more of that. Yeah. So I think most of the problem is they're like, we need this character to exist, and if we make her a strong female character, people will like the movie, and they kind of just took all that for granted. Yeah. Um. Oh well. Yep. What can you do? Yep. I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. No, I recommend watching it. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, it's just, you know, like I said, I'm getting nitpicky at this point just yeah. to kind of bring down the Marvel fanboys a little bit. Yeah. Like, DC, we're looking for any good, like... Yeah, we'll take what we We feel get. really good when everyone's cheering at the Shazam trailer. Yep. But then it's just like, Marvel's just continuously good. We're just got like, fucking, look. Yep. Not all of it's perfect. There's some things wrong, and then DC does something. It's the opposite. We go, look, not everything's the worst. There's some good. <laughs> Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so thanks, everyone, for listening. You'd what? Matt. Shall we? We shall.
thanks everyone for listening. I do this and this thing. Yeah, I forgot we about need that. To reviews. We don't review enough. Maybe, Maybe we don't remember how to do this. Uh, thanks guys for listening. Uh, as we mentioned before, I where I was supposed to do it, and I just realized now that I should have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check us out on other things. All those things that we mentioned before: SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, fucking YouTube. If you want to listen to our first year of shit episodes, uh, email us at justicelosers.com. at gmail.com. There mm-hmm. it is. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I post things on Twitter sometimes when I'm angry at something. Matt posts things on Instagram when he's when he's watching something. Sometimes, sometimes I've watched four movies the past four days and haven't posted for any of them. Yeah, well, I've so. had I've been angry a lot in the past week and I haven't posted anything on Twitter. So okay, <laughs> uh, tell us your thoughts on this movie. Tell us your thoughts on whatever other movies. If you have, if there's any movies you guys want us to go watch, we will go watch them. And, yep, maybe unless you're telling us to go watch like rom-coms i'm not gonna go watch a rom-com oh, unless you've requested mm-hmm. if you request a rom-com i'll go fucking watch it why not have an open mind rom-coms can be good too yeah that movie that with the um fucking what are, i don't know any of their names right now joe uh, uh seth rogan seth and rogan. charlie's they yeah that looks kind of fun i don't like seth rogan much but you said that looks terrible when you were watching the trailer did I? Yeah. I don't. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the You're thinking Anne of Hathaway. the Rebel Wilson and Hathaway. That, that looks, looks great. great. Uh, anyway, if there's any movies you want to watch and review or uh, any topics for a podcast, you think that there's a movie coming up and you're like, hey, you guys should talk about this specific thing that's happening. Like mm-hmm. if something's coming out and you're like, hey, that's a movie. That's a needless remake. You should do an episode on needless remakes. Don't recommend that because that's already on our palette. Yep. Uh, let us know on any of those medium- mediums. Not like instagram because that's a weird fucking place to recommend it yeah unless you see matt's watching a movie and you're like hey do an episode that's kind of related to that mm-hmm. that'd mm-hmm. be a good place don't yeah, just like sure. comment on one of his don't comment on like him watching like three billboards outside ebbing missouri and just be mm-hmm. like hey do a movie on act or do an po- episode on action movies it's like we first we already fucking did it too that's a dumb movie to recommend it to <laughs> it's like have you seen three billboards no that's what i'm saying okay it's a dumb movie to right. recommend action movies to yep uh yeah i'm done blabbing bye 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 bye